0: Psycho Bob, Psycho Bob, Psycho Bob. says, meow. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Welcome to another installment of Psycho Bob Says, brought to you by What's Shaking with Shainer. Psycho Bob the Cat is a co-host, producer, and engineer of What's Shaking with Shaner. and yeah, you guessed it, he usually has a lot to say. To satisfy this non-stop caterwauling, we are releasing 10-minute episodes in between our larger ones that are based on topics picked and written by Psycho Bob himself. To find all of the episodes of What's Shake and and Psycho Bob says? Head over to our website, shakenshaner.com. That's right, shakenshaner.com. Go ahead and check it out. Right meow. Right meow. Bob, this is getting kind of old, man. You're pausefully doing this to me. Ah! Today, Psycho Bob says, How bad can these ads be? Well, they can be pretty bad, as you already know, because in our episode, What's Shaking with Shaner number 13, The Crash at Crush, we explored failed marketing and publicity stunts, such as Pepsi's failed numbers fever in the Philippines and that humongous failure of the head-on train collision at Crush, Texas. Recently, we've discovered even more of these failures that really just need to be talked about. So, Psycho Bob and I thought, how bad can these be? From the you are a special kind of stupid category, first up is the restaurant Hacienda in Indiana. They had a billboard that showed a giant margarita with the company logo. However, next to the margarita were the words, We're like a cult with better Kool-Aid to die for. That kind of went dirt pretty quickly, didn't it? I mean, who doesn't want to allude to the murderous cult that committed mass suicide in Jonestown in 1978, right? According to AdWeek, the billboard lasted for only two weeks, well, maybe two weeks, before the restaurant was forced to take it down. Yeah, you know, somebody over there was thinking, you know what really sells food? Linking our product to cultists, who willingly drank poison. I mean, yeah, how could that go wrong? Next is Todd Davis, the CEO of LifeLock. He thought he was smart, but really, yeah, you guessed it, he was a dumbass. Why do you ask? Well, he was famous for putting up internet ads featuring his real social security number with captions such as, I'm Todd Davis, this is my social security number, along with the claim that LifeLock Makes your personal information useless to criminals. Well, maybe not, because identity thieves used Todd's social security number to commit, that's right, identity theft over a dozen times, from taking out personal loans in his name to starting an ATT account and racking up thousands upon thousands of dollars in charges. You might say the ad was kind of a giant flop, a little bit of an embarrassment. But Psycho Bob says, hey, dumbass, that was a cat failure. Hey. Sometimes Psycho Bob and I have problems communicating with each other as, you know, there will tend to be a few errors in translating Bob's cat-speak into Shane or e's. But if you are a major corporation, these types of things should just never happen. They shouldn't. But as we all know they do, for example, Pepsi's advertising slogan in the 1960s was Come Alive, You're in the Pepsi Generation. The slogan was meant to revitalize Pepsi's image and target the younger audience branding Pepsi as the soda company of the future. While the campaign was generally very successful, it faced a major obstacle in China where the company allegedly mistranslated it into something a little bit different, more along the lines of drinking Pepsi would bring back your ancestors from the grave. <laughs> but my question then is why? why hasn't Pepsi not thought of this in the terms of a marketing gimmick and turned this into a zombie movie in China? Come on, that's a hell of a great idea. Somebody dial up Pepsi right freaking now. Then there is Wang Computers, which was a major computer company in the 1970s. Its advertising motto was Wang Cares. Sounds nice, right? Just a small problem. In British branch offices, they refused to use the motto, which initially really perplexed the management team in the United States. Of course, Wang Cares kind of sounds like the British derogatory slang word Wankers. Wang Cares, Wankers. wankers. It's a classic example of international advertising gone wrong. Dumb wankers. But others have made mistakes internationally, like translation errors. Irish Mist is a whiskey-based liqueur product produced in Dublin, Ireland. Its golden color and unique taste make it popular in Ireland, but when the company attempted to launch sales in Germany, they were very dismayed by the lackluster response. Of course, if they had actually spoken German or taken the time to do the translation, they would have understood that mist translates to manure or dung in German. And they would have chosen maybe, maybe a different name for the German market. I mean, they just might have. Otherwise, you know, people are going, hey, bartender, can I get a glass of Irish poop? It's so tasty. <laughs> Yeah, poop jokes are funny. At least Rolls-Royce changed its silver mist model to the silver shadow once they realized the meaning of mist in German. That was a really smart move because they really didn't want anybody to say, I love cruising down the Autobahn in my silver turdmobile. You're right, Bob. These are pretty craptastic. Now, let's go back into the 80s and AW root beer when then owner Alfred Taubman launched the Third is the Word campaign to promote A&W's new third pound burgers and compete with McDonald's smaller quarter pound burger for essentially the same price. Taubman recounted this example in his book Threshold Resistance, and he said, We were aggressively marketing a one-third pound hamburger for the same price. But despite our best efforts, including first-rate TV and radio promotional spots, they just weren't selling. Confused why A&W's burgers weren't able to compete even though the burgers were larger and priced the same as the competitors, Taubman brought in a market research firm. The firm eventually conducted a focus group to discover the truth participants were concerned about the price of the burger. Why should we pay the same amount for a third of a pound of meat as we do for a quarter pound of meat, they asked. Yeah, that's right. You you, you unfortunately have figured it out. It turns out that the majority of the participants incorrectly believed one third of a pound was smaller than one quarter of a pound. Wow, really, right? I'm a Marine from Nebraska, but even I understand the simple difference between one third and a quarter. But I think what it was is it was the fraction that was throwing them off. One over three versus one over four. Well, hey, a quarter is is bigger, right? Well, no. The third of the word was not offensive. It was actually pretty clever. But unfortunately, they relied on the intelligence of their consumers. The burger was bigger. By all accounts, it was a better burger than what McDonald's was putting out at the time. But yet it failed because people were too stupid to know the difference between a third and a quarter. I should be surprised that American people can be this stupid or even low brow. But then again, The Mass Singer and The Bachelor are extremely popular TV shows in America right now, right? I mean, duh. As Bob always says, in the litter box of life, you are bound to find several hidden turds. Boom. We thank you for checking out this installment of Psychobob Says, How Bad Can These Ads Be? Turns out, pretty shitty. We encourage you to give us a review and a rating on Good Pods, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. We'd also love to hear directly from you, nerd herd. So drop us a note on our website, shakenshaner.com, or send me an email. That's right. Send us an email to shaner at shakenshaner.com. No G in shaken. Don't forget. In an upcoming episode, we will give you a shout out. So please reach out, let us know what you think. And you can also find us on Twitter at shakenshaner, no G in shaken. Until next time, Psycho Bob says, press pause and live in the here and meow. And I shake the shake say, thanks again for spending some of your precious time with us. And until next time, when we again embark on a quest into the passion and the madness of the geek, the nerd, and often the absurd. Thanks, everybody.